Digging in the crates for something good. <laughs> Hidden gems often misunderstood. Alright, help me out with this next one. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Here we go, take it away. Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. If you don't recognize that voice in the beginning, that's Troy Huddleston. He was on the podcast once before, but it was a year ago, almost a year ago. It was episode five. Troy is a retired mascot. He was a mascot for the University of Oklahoma and for the Dodgers in Oklahoma City. I think I'm allowed to say that now. I think he said it then. But uh, yeah, go check out that episode. I can't believe it's been that long, but he's back. And this time he is newly married, which is exciting. And so we actually, we ended up talking a lot about relationships and marriage and creativity and YouTube, which are really just um, some of my favorite topics. So this was great. Hopefully those are topics you're into also, or it might not be great, but you know, listen anyway, just hate, listen to it. That's I've, believe me, I've done that with some things. So, um, yeah, that's it. It was, it was fun to have him back. It's, it was fun to talk about the progress that has happened on this show since he was here last, but we also talk every day. So he's known some of that. We work together in advertising and, um, so yeah, it's also been nice to see us become better friends and coworkers over the last year, but now I'm getting off topic. So anyway, anyway, the conversation on this episode was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here it is. We have a... Uh Troy Huddleston here today. Thud. Thud. Uh, what's your other so cheesy? Cheesy. So you can call me anything, but don't call me by my sister's name. Which is? Tanner. <laughs> Just kidding. That's my brother's name. Uh, I, go by, I go by Troy. I go by Thud. Uh, Sparky. Scrappy. That was my baseball nickname. Troves. Trover. Trevor Cleveland, Skitty, as so, yeah. of as of recently, Skitty Troves. Like four of these are the ones that you made up since coming to ICG. Yeah, about you made up for yourself. No, other come people, on, other come people on. have made these. <laughs> There's at least a couple me. that you decided were your new nicknames. Yeah, I like Troves. Troves is good. Troves is good. Thud is good. Oh, you like Thud? Yeah. Okay. Only one person can call me Thud. Is it me? And it's Jay Sheldon. Host of Miscellaneous Important Stuff podcast. That's right. I don't know. I thought I thought that was funny. I've been T Roy T Hud, but like no one's ever called me Thud. I really can't believe that. It seems so obvious to I me. T Hud Thud, but nobody's know. ever called Maybe me. Maybe it's that. just stupid. Yeah, probably. Uh, you haven't been here in uh, how? Wait, what? What month I, was I that? I think it was on like episode. I feel like it was like five, it's five or six. That's I was thinking about that driving over here. I was like, I haven't been on in a long time, but talked about you being a mascot. Yeah. I was a mascot and go listen to episode six. If you would like to hear that. Yeah. Have you had any, uh, uh, other urges since then to, to get back to it? You know, it was really weird today. I looked at the, like the website to kind of like look for mascot jobs. Today was the first day in like maybe a year that I looked online for like, oh, I wonder if there's any mascot jobs. Cause I used to do it every single day. Look for jo- those would, jobs. Yeah. I would, I would get online and be like, uh, teamwork online. It's like all sports teams use this as their kind of like job marketplace. And you just type in like, if you're, if you're looking for like a marketing job, you just type in marketing and there's like for a sports team, for a sports team. And it's like baseball, hockey, football, all sorts of stuff. And so you just type in mascot and yeah but your degrees in uh what is it is it advertising marketing marketing yeah so 
did you ever want to just go to a sports team and do marketing? Did you yeah. also look for that? Yeah, I did look for that right after I graduated. I looked, so I looked locally at the Dodgers and then at the thunder and I applied for an internship at the thunder and then I worked at the Dodgers as a mascot. And so I was like, well, maybe I could just work here and then eventually just move on, move up. And so that both those routes didn't work. So, yeah, when I was at a previous job, I, I was trying to get out of that one. And I was, I was, I found a job for like, he's like videographer, editor for the, uh, uh, God, I'm not going to remember their name now. I can't remember their name. Seattle, uh, Sounders. Sounders. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I like, I wanted that job so bad. I applied, never heard anything back, of course. But I was like, it's perfect for me. I've been playing soccer my whole life. Yep. I edit, I shoot. I'm like, I was in that world shoot, already. Get it, soccer. And <laughs> shoot. <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know how that would have gone. Like maybe I wouldn't have liked it when I got there, but it yeah. just sounded so cool compared to what I was doing at the time. Like I loved working for a sports team until I finished working for a sports team. Because once I, once I moved over to where I'm, where we're at now, like it was, I would, so I was working two jobs at the time, flower shop and then the Dodgers. Why? And, Cause one didn't pay enough. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I can't just quit one and do the other. And then, but it was like, I would start at eight o'clock or earlier at the flower shop. I'd work until five and then I would go straight to the Dodgers and it would be five o'clock or six o'clock is when the games would start six to 11 usually. Uh, but sometimes you get free baseball going to extra innings and it would like, we wouldn't get done until one o'clock in the morning. Were you full-time at the flower shop? Pretty much. Oh God. It was eight to five. And usually when we had a baseball game, I would get off at four and I would go have dinner or I, I wouldn't go have dinner. I would pick up whatever was closest. So usually it was Sonic right next to the ball field, McDonald's. And so I wasn't eating good. I wasn't eating good either. I wasn't sleeping good. I wasn't eating good. And so, I mean, I sweat the whole night, but even after like not sleeping in, not sleeping enough. Oh, sorry. That water you gave him is making me burp. Yeah, it's my water that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and so, but I like I saw myself gaining weight even though I was, which is crazy. I know going like that just nonstop and still gaining weight because mm -hmm. you probably didn't even have time to eat that much. No, it wasn't. And so sometimes I'd like eat in between breaks at the field. Did you feel like having those two jobs? Did you at least feel like you had enough money? Yeah. Or is it still like you're short on money with no, like two I, jobs? Like I was, I didn't have time to like spend it. I was, yeah. I was either working or I was, and if we were like busy, we'd just go out to eat. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. so what was your day off? Did you have a day off? Uh, Sunday. I guess when they're also away, you didn't so, go with the away games, right? Yeah. No away games. Sunday was pretty much my day off, but I was still going to church and, volunteering at the church so it was like so it's like there's half your day yeah and so it was like monday through friday for sure at the flower shop and then saturday was usually until one but then most of the time that we had saturday baseball games so like for a whole s baseball season i was just like oh this is rough and emily hated it too so emily's my wife we yeah were, we were newly married yeah we just got married uh we were dating at the time probably like four years into dating five years into dating Something like that. Oh, so then you're like, at that point, you don't have to try anymore, right? Like everyone yeah. knows that. No, you're... that's not true. You still got to try. <laughs> no, I think that's just what a lot of people do. They stop yeah. trying. Yeah, no. It's fun. How I do like... you, yeah, how do you feel being married? I love being married. So like we, we both come from pretty traditional families. Uh, didn't live together before, but we did hang out together a lot. So like usually it was after work or after school. I would go over to her house and we just hang out and then I would go home at the end of the day. And like, if we did go on a trip, it was with her parents or her aunts and uncles, or it was my parents. And it was very like, Oh, you got to sleep in separate bedrooms, uh, going to stay at Grammy's house, like separate bedrooms, other ends of the house. But now that we're married, that's where like, so weird because this past weekend was the first time that we have stayed at her mom's house together together in the same bedroom. That's so weird. And I was like, it's like, is this allowed? <laughs> I was like, are you sure? Like, you don't want me to sleep on the couch? Like, it's a, is it weird if I slept on the couch or do I just go to bed? And, and so 
it was weird because like the next morning she was like just gonna walk in knock on the door say all right hey breakfast is ready and like open the door and then she was like i had to take it back and just think like oh maybe i mean they're doing married stuff (laughs) and she was like so it's like it's not weird it's just it's an adjustment for everybody it's different and so the weirdest thing is going to be whenever we go to uh, her grandma's house because her grandma is very traditional by the book when i mean the book like the book you should wear like a suit of armor to bed just like just you know it's gonna take hours to get out of this so i probably won't <laughs> and so but it's been really fun like i know it's cool because we're really good friends too like that's important and what like we don't like she doesn't like video and photo as much as i like video and photo but she loves her stuff that she does but does she like seeing what you do oh yeah She's she, just, my, she just doesn't do it yeah she is my biggest fan by far and, oh, that's cool. And she is, she also pushes like still, if I have to get a project done, she pushes me a hundred percent. She's like, Hey, we're not doing anything tonight because you have to get this done and send over to whoever. That's nice. Cause it's hard when you have somebody there, like, cause of course you want to spend time with whoever yeah. you're with. And it's like, it's much easier to do that than edit or shoot. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this is, yeah, this is more fun. Like for these wedding videos, I recently I have been taking smaller and smaller amounts of wedding videos just because I know that I edit all day. And then if I want to go home, yeah, it's like editing. And so I have to like pace myself. So like the next one isn't until like the end of January, I think beginning of January. So that's enough time for me to kind of, you know, be married. Yeah. Have fun. Like have fun and not have to stress about making sure that I have to do something for somebody else. But I get myself into that. Is that hard though? Cause you're married, but I know you also have goals outside of work. So is it hard to balance that? That's would, what I would be worried about for myself. I would say yes, but because I have someone like Emily who is so supportive, she's always like, Hey, yeah, go do this. If you, if you need to do this, do this. If you don't need to do this, I'm going to tell you, you don't need to do this. And that's a stupid decision to make. But yeah, like I have goals and I have aspirations like me and my brother and one of our friends, we have our podcast and which is so called the concrete walls podcast. You can find us anywhere on line. You can find us at anchor.fm forward slash the concrete walls podcast or Apple or Google everywhere now everywhere, which back when yeah. we first talked, uh, it was not on iTunes. It was not on iTunes. Uh, go ahead and go listen. We're, we're just a couple of hooligans. We like to have a few. A, yeah. A few hooligans. A few. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who are you taking oh, okay. out of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll just say two out of three you, are really good. You weren't counting your sister? <laughs> yeah. Our fact checker. That's who it was. We didn't count our fact checker. Oh. But um, yeah, go follow us. Uh, we're, we're trying to put stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Um, we've got, I, well, I have a couple of video ideas that I want to make, but because, you know, wedding season is kind of like calming down for me so this it's, is the time yeah it's like since we've been married for a month so like we got to get adjusted move all my stuff in so we're gonna start putting stuff out more frequently is that hard to not live with somebody before getting married Did you it worry is. about that i did worry about it a little bit like the first, I, mean, I I've, that's I think about that all the time. Like the first night after we got back from our honeymoon, so Sunday night, I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Well, crap! What if what if we both need to take a shower at seven o'clock in the morning? Or what if what if I'm in the shower and she needs to be doing her hair or doing her makeup or something?" Divorce and <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> immediately. And so, like that's what I was stressing out about the first night, and I was like well, this is a lot different because like, if we would have, like, if we would have lived together, we would have known like simple stuff, like who showers at night. And yeah, like I'm a morning shower. Luckily it worked out. I shower in the morning. She showers in the evening, but you don't even think about it as like, you might not like living with that person. Yeah. You don't, you don't look like, cause I go, what if I don't live with somebody before I get married? And then then I live with them and I find out I just don't like them anymore. Like I know people who, have dated for probably like eight months and then you get married in about six months later. And then, which they don't live with each other to begin with. And then they move in together 
it's like in a year you hardly know someone yeah but me and emily we've been together for six almost well we'll be going on our seventh year of dating well in a relationship yeah come next next year that'll be like our seventh year to to go through it's like you spend enough time together where even though you weren't living together you understand yeah like i know i know what makes her mad i know what pisses her off i know what makes her happy i know what i need to do if she is like like one of the coolest things that i think we did was go through premarital counseling and i advise it for anyone who is trying to like get married whether you know someone who does it or you don't know someone who does it definitely just go through it and like because you might you might figure out figure out something that you never even knew about this person just because like somebody asked the right question yeah of like did you get asked the right question i i think we did we had a our our pastor was the guy who did it and he's i've known him all the way from like 12 years old until now and we're friends and we go out and we take photos together and and he's always like he's always been there through the relationship so he's he's seen us through mission trips he's seen us through all sorts of stuff and so it's it's cool to have someone like that who knows our relationship and he knows the questions to ask like who pays bills who's going to pay the bills when it comes on the whatever the 10th or the 30th of the month like who's who's going to clean who's going to mow the yard and you always think oh we'll just we'll do it in unison like i'll mow she'll weed eat or she'll mow and i'll weed eat and then i'll blow off the driveway while she's edging the grass and so like we've been doing that for a while because it works but like some people could get asked questions like who's who's going to take out the trash in the morning or who's who's going to cook breakfast and like if you if you aren't on the same page with minor things like that who's going to go grocery shopping who's going to do this yeah the things that you think are just going to work themselves out that yeah. might not yeah and so even you have these big problems like money or loans or car payments like you have the big issues that will probably cause small amounts of stress and they they talk about this all throughout the counseling like buying a home moving in starting to have kids who's gonna but like where the small problems start to kick in is which which mother-in-law or or which father-in-law is gonna get upset whenever that grandson of theirs likes one grandparent over the other set of grandparents oh, so detailed and so these are things that like you're like um, well i mean we'll just we'll give more time to or we'll give equal time to e- both grandparents both sets but then sometimes things get thrown in like well maybe your parents are separated and then you have separate families to go see so like so emily emily's parents are separated and so that that is now my parents are together but we don't have grandparents and then emily's parents are separated but they both have sets of grandparents so like if we did start to have kids here in a couple years or eight years or 12 years years, 10 years 30 years whenever like we'll know my parents will go see my parents and that'll be easy yeah but then when we want to go see her parents in like her like her dad's side of the family is on the opposite side of oklahoma and her mom's side is on the other side and so you gotta make a choice we're right here in the middle of like all right well what are we going to do for thanksgiving are we going to go to three different thanksgivings or are we going to go to one thanksgiving one christmas one easter and so these are like these are questions that they bring up in in premarital counseling and you're like you know we haven't thought about that so do you think it's important to keep like do you you're going to check in is it something that you're going to continue to go to or it's like you did that before marriage and now it's up to you to figure it out they they kind of recommended that you come back like every year every six years every six months check in just like check in and so i think it would be a lot different if it was like someone who we used outside of somebody that we knew you're sort of checking in already i'm sure yeah right because i mean we go to church pretty much every sunday and then we're involved in the church so they see our relationship there they see like we'll go hang out with his family our pastor's family i think you guys should like fake fight 
like sit in different yeah areas of the church like give dirty looks and just see how long you can like hold that before they start asking questions yes and you just say no we're good yeah just who we are now <laughs> this is how we so we communicate but marriage has like for the month of marriage that we have been together it's been a blast and so what's uh tell me the best and worst reaction you've gotten from people when you told them that you're married or getting married uh so when i when i told my brother that i was going to propose to emily this was a year and a half ago he i told him i was like hey you need to take off work and come to dallas for the weekend he's like no i can't I was like, no, take off work and come to <laughs> Dallas because you have to be there. And he was like, no, nah, I can't. But you weren't, why, didn't you, why wouldn't you just tell him why immediately? Because it was on the phone. And I was like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to tell him on the phone. No. And so then like later that night I went home and I called him. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to propose. And he's like, Oh, okay. I'm taking off work right now. <laughs> and so then we, we went to Dallas for the Taylor Swift concert and the OU Texas game the next day. And I proposed and I thought like Emily would be crying and I would be crying. But my brother was the one who he was like, dude, I'm just so happy for you guys. Like, was he the only one crying and you two weren't? No, we, we all started crying there at the end, but like he was the first one to like start tearing up. He's like, man, I just love you so much. And he's probably going to hate me for telling him, telling that story. But it was, it was really funny. And I, I really haven't gotten any bad reactions. I've I've had a funny reaction of like Emily's old boss's husband told us like he's like hey I'm coming to your wedding and I don't come to a lot of weddings I only come to the ones where I know you guys are going to last because like he's gone to weddings before he's like I don't want to waste my time I don't want to like get them a gift I'm not going to go because I know that their marriage is not going to last so what does he say to them when they ask like <laughs> he's like, I can't make it he's like oh, I got to work I got, I'm busy. I think you just be honest. You're not going to last. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> and so that was probably the funniest reaction. He's like, well, I just want to let you know that I'm going to be there. So if, uh, if you guys don't make it, you owe me a refund. <laughs> I, um, but no, uh, what about, you've told me a few, just people sort of negative. Half of it's funny. Like they, they're being funny, but just like, how they respond to marriage or they talk about marriage or talk about it going all downhill from here or anything like that. Like you haven't had a lot of that. No. Also, I'm not asking just cause I'm saying that <laughs> I believe in marriage. I, I don't think anyone's been like negative yet. I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah. Like, Oh, well someone has said, Oh, you're just in the honeymoon stage right now. I was like, not really. I mean, technically, because we just went on the honeymoon. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) yeah, but like, me and Emily, we don't fight very often, and usually when we do, it's not like we don't raise our voices at each other. We like pretty much just work it out. Have a have a normal conversation. I hear her side; she hears my side, and usually she wins. So (laughs) (laughs) more more often because she's right and I'm wrong, but every now and then I'll. Hey, whoa! <laughs> Sorry, Legos down. Can everyone see it on the camera? <laughs> we <can> oh, rebuild. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have our disagreements about stuff, but usually we work it out and move on. Yeah, and I mean honeymoon stage. You technically not. I mean, seven years, almost seven years. Yeah. Like, that's not. Yeah, we've it's been over by then. Yeah, we've been dating for a long time, and so you're not one of those get together for a year Gosh. and then my parents have so my parents met each other dated for three months they said they saw each other every single day for three months my dad proposed they got married the following year and it was like they met in march so march april may proposed in may got married in march and they're still together and they're still together 20 that's what she say uh 29 years i mean for some people it works yeah I mean, that's why you can't really judge anybody's relationship. Sometimes that works. Sometimes you need to be together for 10 years and get married. Sometimes you shouldn't get married. I don't like I've seen, I have seen my parents fight a lot. I've seen my parents love each other a lot. I've seen my dad work so hard that he kind of doesn't have time for family. And I've seen my dad take off 
time just to spend time with family. Like I've seen, I've seen both of my parents give it a hundred percent towards the relationship to where like sometimes I was like, well, who knows what's going to happen next? Yeah. Like I've seen my parents fight and yell at each other to sometimes, and this was a long, long time ago. Like I haven't seen them fight in probably 10, 15 years, but it all just ebbs and flows, right? It's never going to be perfect. You just try your best, but that's true. Whether you're with somebody or not with somebody Mm -hmm. or with your, with your family or with your friends, it's just, it's never what you hope it would be. Yeah. And that's life, I guess. That's, God, how depressing. (laughs) It's never what you want it to be. That's not totally true. I just mean that it's never, it's just never perfect. There's always like something that could be better. And I love marriage. I would, I would recommend it to people who want to get married. But if why are you looking at me like that? I just, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, Jay, if you want to get married, get married. All right. Don't, don't let other people be like, oh, you should get married. It's like marriage isn't for everyone. No, I think marriage would be for me. I'm just like, I'm not set in my ways. It's just harder to find somebody now. Because more, I mean, more people are married. There's less, I don't pay attention to that sound. There's less, um, there's just less available women, I'd say. Yeah, well. That's, that's life. And <laughs> <laughs> just grow your own. Grow my own woman? Yeah. How do I do that? They did it in Blade Runner. You can do it. The new Blade Runner? Or is that? Both, I think. Oh, I haven't seen the, 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 no. New, the Ryan Gosling one yet. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, yeah. I'll check it out and then I'll report back. Yeah, check it out. When are you making your When are you making your movies or your your uh, YouTube your, I, li- your little YouTube videos? So the uh, well, let's see. Saturday, Saturday? No, Friday. You made a movie on Saturday? No, Saturday I had I was at a Halloween party, my brother's Halloween party, and a friend who I've known since high school. He's always been like the the motivating friend, you know, that's always like, oh, dude, just just do it. Just do it. Like, what do you want to do? Get out there and do it. Those are the best friends. And I was like, and so we started to get a conversation because at the UFC fight, one of the cameramen was holding an Alexa camera, a big old Alexa camera. Like he was cam- shooting with it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Alexa. <laughs> Thank you for checking in, though. Yeah. Uh, shooting with an A-L-E-X-A mini camera. Let's see if she says uh, she anything. She can't spell, so. And so I told him, I was like, I was like, hey, that camera's expensive. It's like up in the forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 with all the stuff on it. He's like, so uh, you like you like camera stuff, don't you? I was like, where have you been? <laughs> nah, I don't know anything about it. And then so then... I wasn't prepared for this conversation. Like usually if someone's like, well, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to make movies? Do you want to make documentaries? What do you want to do? I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> I was trying to watch the UFC fight, which I usually don't watch UFC, but someone had bought it. So I was like, I'll watch it. Just wasn't, you didn't think that's what was going to come up in no. conversation. He's night. like, so, uh, so like, do you want to make movies? Do you want to write stuff, write movies? Like, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I like where I'm at. I like, I like being, I like doing what I'm doing. That's a safe answer. And he just kept asking questions. He's like, so like, are you going to buy a camera like that? Or like, what are you going to do? Like, what is Emily? And Emily's sitting right next to me and she can tell that I'm getting uncomfortable because he's asking all these questions and I just wasn't prepared. I was like, yeah, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to make stuff for the rest of my life. And I just, I didn't know how to answer it. Okay. Troy, (laughs) I got a, I got a question for you. Okay. What do you want to do with your life? Gosh. I don't know. I like where I'm at. <laughs> that's a, that's not a real answer. I'm comfortable, but I'm not comfortable oh, with where I'm at. You just I sit like... right in the middle. Are you, what are you, a politician? <laughs> are you running for office? Maybe that's what you should do. I'm filibusting. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it 40 minutes. I think we, oh, I forgot to start the timer. So we're actually, we got another 40 minutes. Uh, no, I don't know. I've. Don't worry. Nobody's listening to this. Once. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> no, I know. Doug listens to this. Well, hey. Nobody listens to this. Uh, I would like, so now that, now that I'm married, now that the mar or the wedding is over, wedding's planned, wedding, wedding is over. Now I feel like it's a time for me to kind of figure out what is, what's next. 
But do you really not know? Like, you don't have that one thing that you definitely want to do. You wish you could do. Oh, you... I have a wish. But let's hear it. All right. You, if you know me, you like everybody's favorite social media is like Instagram, Twitter. Oh, I love it. My favorite social media is YouTube. It's the best. And I'm like, more people should be watching videos. And so, like, if I'm getting ready in the morning, I'll find a video and I'll I'll watch a YouTuber. And usually, it's like a lot of people will keep up with the Kardashians or or watch a lot of lifestyle stuff. But for me, it's like I am. Hold that thought. The air just turned on, but I'm not going to edit this out. So let me go turn it off real quick. Okay. You want me to keep talking? Yeah, keep talking. Okay. Just imagine Jay is sitting here next to me at the table. I'm back. And so... It'll turn off. Yeah. And so I watch these videos and I'm like, man, I could do that. I can do that. I I feel like I'm at a point now where I'm not a, I'm not a noob. Yeah. Like I, I've learned, I know what I'm talking about most of the time. You have the experience to do it. I have the experience. I have background. And so now I'm like, well, why, why can't I do that? What am I doing or what am I not doing to get to that point of being, of making content for social media for people to watch? Sometimes it's just, just starting is so hard. I know. And so hard. like with this podcast, I love it because it's, and I, I tried to make videos in the past, like daily video. I tried it for a month of daily vlogging and it was tough, but then yeah. I haven't made like a daily video like that since 2016, yeah. December two. It was like not long before we started working together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You had and, done vlogmas. Yeah. And stuff had just got super busy and I was like well crap and so I like I have these ideas in my head and I write some of them down their skits their tutorials their how to make like people who are just getting into like people who were at my situation whatever six or seven years ago when I was trying to learn how and like hang on let me rephrase this for the people who were in my situation six years ago, what what tools and what stuff did they have to learn that I know now that I wish I could have known six years ago? Yeah, and I think no matter where you're at, especially if you're somebody who always wants to get better, you'll never feel like you're where you need to be. So it's like if you wait five years from now to start, you're still going to feel like, ah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not good enough to start or I'm not mm-hmm. good enough to be here but then i look at people all the time on youtube and i'm not jealous i just look at them and go they're doing really well but Mm -hmm. i also have more experience than them i've been doing it longer but the what separates them from me or somebody else who doesn't maybe have a following is they just they just did it yeah they just did it and they got better as they were going it's one of my which is weird one of my favorite channels on youtube right now is moment lenses youtube channel so do, a moment or this isn't sponsored. This, I'm a, I'm a, this isn't like, a sponsored video by moment. Why did you moment. bring that up? But what is it? How do you spell it? I'm going to look it up right now. Moment. M-O-M-E-N-T. Okay. Moment. Moment.com. They make lenses for your smartphone. Oh, that's cool. And that's, that's what they've done. Like they're, they're, they're getting to a point now where it's kind of becoming a common thing to put. They were, they were the first ones to put lenses on your smartphone. To make your phone camera, your phone. Like the little lens, like yeah. clip-on lenses? Yeah. And so now they have they have built these nice pieces of glass for your phone. And a lot of people shoot music videos on them, short films, like on a smartphone. And so what they do is they take the newest and greatest smartphones and they just travel around the world and make videos on how to use your newest smartphone, like a Google or an iPhone, and just slap their lenses on them, and this is their channel. Is that what you're gonna do? No, but Ugh. I have a couple ideas of, of like, I, I just get a lot of stuff up here that oh, needs to like. I know that feeling. Yeah. And you just gotta, you just gotta yeah. get it out of your head. Like I've, I've had inventions, and I was like, man, this would be incredible. And then I was like, that'd be a lot of money to try and get no, that started. You just need a prototype. 
And have some. I told you about my car door burn guard? I told <laughs> somebody about that recently. When I was like 10 or 11, I made a car door burn guard. Because you know, it's not really an issue anymore with cars. But like old cars, you have the metal handle. Uh-huh. That like they all like flip up. Yeah. So I, I made a little like little sleeve for it. <laughs> you put over it. So in the summer, you didn't have to like just ah, 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 <laughs> try to open the door. And it would like Velcro around it, like Velcro straps. And then I, I made one and like gifted it to my grandma. And of course, she was really nice about it. But she's also like, so what is what is this? <laughs> it's a car door burn guard. Grandma. Yeah. Get with. Have you Googled? Uh, and I think I have that somewhere. So like one of, you know how, which now that I think about it, like it's kind of silly, but we, we use the portrait mode on our iPhones constantly yeah. right puts out great quality but why why do we not have like a full-sized camera with technology like that where now on portrait That's mode question. on portrait mode you can download an app it's called like focus i think and to like further enhance that yeah so you download this app and whenever you take a portrait photo on your iphone or your smartphone or whatever it saves all of that data so it takes a normal photo and it takes a blurred photo and then the the AI inside of the phone will cut out the person and blur it respectively to whatever you, you're trying to mimic this aperture. So why don't we have a more professional f- camera than our phone to do that? And another cool thing about this app is you can change your focus, focus, focus. The focus? The focus. You can change the focus. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> You can change the focal point of the camera. So say you took the photo and you're like, crap, well, I missed the dog. It's blurred out when I was trying to take a picture. You can move the focus to the dog. And so oh. like you would you would ultimately just like... It would you just be switch so, it later. Yeah, it would be so easy to take a... Like if you're trying to do something quick, take a photo, put the camera down, live the rest, like live the rest of the moment and then later in the editing software, you go in and you pick out what you want to be in focus and what you want to There's not There's a be. phrase for that. I think some people call it fixing it in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All you'd have to do is just fix it in post. <laughs> and like with cameras now, I mean, you have cameras that are 100 megapixels. You have 360 cameras where all you do is you just put the camera up in the air and then in software later, you just edit it, like edit it how you want it. Like Part of me is annoyed by that. It's like ah, that it's it's so easy for anyone to get started. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's not easy to get good at it. Yeah. Even with all those tools, you still got to learn. Yeah. But the barrier to entry is so much lower now. Yeah. Cuz just thinking like me, I've I've never had to cut film. And yeah. I know a lot of people who listen to this who probably did have to cut film. Did you ever have to capture tapes? No. So you the, like your first camera was my first camera had a disc compartment disc? yeah like like cd really yeah so you opened the side that? it was a sony uh, i can look it up later i don't have it now i sold it in a garage sale to get more camera gear but that's I, a weird one i don't think they had cameras like that for long though right yeah no it was it's like from disc to card but what was crazy is it had like an sdvc card i think that's what it was that you could also shoot to that yeah and so i mean this was like a long it looks like an elongated sd card which you probably know and you put it in the side of the camera but then on the outside of that card you put a a dvd or a cd rom kind of thing and it recorded Hmm. to the cd and then you had to which is really funny. I have all this footage from when I went to Washington DC when I was in sixth grade, seventh grade. Is it super HD? Oh, I, I'm like the best vlogger with this camera. And if I find this, if, if I figure out a way to play this footage back, I'll send it to you and you can put it on social media or whatever, but it is the funniest thing. And I just walked around like Christmas. I like walked up to my mom and I was like, Mom, what do you have to say to the camera? Well, it was more like, Mom, what do you have to say to the camera? Because I was like 12 and I had this <laughs> really high-pitched voice. And as you can tell now, it's a lot deeper. But Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> if you can find that footage, I will uh, let me put it in the opening of the show. Yeah. 
And it was so funny because I remember watching this scene back from Washington, D.C. And we're walking down. And I'm like, I was like, here is the Jefferson Memorial. Here's the Washington Monument. Here is the Smithsonian. Like just telling people what they were looking at. Like if they, I don't know if they were like blind watching. I was like, here is this. Like a great tour guide. <laughs> it's funny, especially then when you're first shooting anything, it feels like everything's important. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is entertaining. They're going to love it. They're going to love this. And wait till I take one of these pre-programmed titles and put it on the screen. Yeah. It's going to blow their mind. A little, a little wipe of the camera yeah. screen. Just put <sighs> some happy birthday text up there on mistake, by mistake. Yeah. So I do, I do want to start, now that I've freed up some time, I do want to start making videos again. I want to make videos for our podcast, the Concrete Walls podcast. Yeah. So I have a couple of ideas. I'm not going to give them out because I don't want Jay to steal my ideas. I'll have it recorded and I'll play yeah. it back. What was Troy's idea? Yeah. And so I have a couple ideas that I think will last through the end of the year. And if we if we do it right, we can put out two videos a week. One, our recording of the show. And then a, an extra video that would be like tips and tricks on how to make your own podcast. Yeah. Um, before we run out of time, tell me your, your bet that you have going yeah. with your brother. So I made a very vigorous bet very what would you say very you were it's bold it's bold because that day i just think i was i woke up feeling dangerous (laughs) and i (laughs) I love that phrase i had like i had this eagerness i was like i am gonna start making videos not for like fame or fortune or anything sometimes you just wake up you feel motivated you want to make something like it's hard to come by that now. Like where I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I'm ready. You're like video time. Yeah. It's some days like it'll hit me at like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, all right, it's time to Before edit. Bed. Oh, yeah. to edit. <laughs> and then I'll like, cause I used to stay up until two o'clock in the morning, three, just editing videos. And I was like, this is incredible. It's an exciting time. Yeah. And then I realized I was like, oh, well, I gotta make a living. You can get burnout if, well, if you don't have something that keeps you feeling creative and mm-hmm. motivated very quickly. So uh, let me get back to the bed. Yeah, sorry. Because, sorry. I need, so I, I need to hear this. I woke, well, up, they need to hear this. woke up feeling dangerous and I was like, I'm going to get our YouTube channel for the Concrete Walls podcast to 100,000 subscribers by August 30th, Woo! 2020. So if you're out there, uh, go ahead and subscribe. Subscribe to Jay's and yeah. Jay's. What is what is well? I'll I'll plug mine in like the I yeah. don't know intro outro. Tell me tell me what and so if what's the name though the conc- the concrete walls? the concrete walls podcast is the YouTube channel yes okay and if we do not get to a hundred thousand subscribers then I have to dye my hair bleach blonde but if we do Tanner has to dye his hair bleach blonde see part of me. Like, I want you to do well, but I also am hoping you get to maybe, like, 99,000. Yeah. Because I have to see you, and I would Daily. love to see you with I know. bleached hair. But I would love to see my brother with bleached hair. And Emily was like, why did you make that bet? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, the wedding's over. Like, I can, I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. Like, I'm not showing up to the wedding with bleached hair. And so, so I'm... I think you should add to that bet. Every month, you should add another another element like <laughs> another layer it's like yeah. bleach hair and yeah you owe me five bucks <laughs> i just take the five bucks <laughs> i don't care if my WNBA team doesn't win no it's both yeah so i'm excited it'll be fun do you can you make a living off 100,000 subscribers let's set the record straight right now people are asking uh is it true so that is the reason why I made this bet with my brother, because we have this ongoing debate of whether or not you could survive off a hundred thousand subscribers. And I don't think I have any more time. Well, I, I can, I could you talk can about like hit me with a theory, like quick theory, like your, your opinion on it. So with like probably about, I would say around 40 to 50,000 is where you start getting brand recognition from other companies. So like, 
obviously you'll start off with your your generic Squarespace art list. Oh, you're really throwing Squarespace under the bus a little bit. Like they'll they'll uh I'm not saying like they they go after like big big people, but that's where you start getting your like your online your VPNs, yeah, your website builders. And then you get up to and so that's a that's a chunk of your income. And then you would also get like AdSense from Google if you put True. an ad in front of your video. And if you're putting out a video every week, you're not going to make as much. If you're putting out two videos and your videos do well, you'll make more. If you put out three and then so. It also depends though how much, um, what was I going to say? I mean, it depends on the types of videos you're making, how many views you're getting, yeah. how much how much you need to survive. That's if, the other thing. If you're doing it smart and like you you recognize that oh people are watching because like YouTube analytics is ridiculous the amount of stuff that you can get off of it you can see where people the average spot in each of your video where people click to the next page yeah which is crazy and I was like well if people are only watching thirty seconds of my videos then like or anyone's videos if people are only watching thirty seconds I think brands can also see those analytics. And so if people are watching your, your video for six minutes and then they click away, then brands will know, Oh, people are intrigued with, with what yeah. these people, and they're at least going to stay around for the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But then if you look too much, at the analytics, and this is probably a whole other conversation, uh, then you start to maybe get away from the videos you want to make. Cause you're mm-hmm. trying too hard to like, get the the ads and the money from the ads the ad revenue and that's a whole other thing another one of my favorite i don't know how much more time we have but it's it's done but so i'll I'll close with this one thing that i would love to do and this channel i've followed for probably six seven eight years they make these short films for youtube and then they have two channels and it's a group of it's a group out in LA and they make these short films and they're like funny they're serious they're VFX related like they're using all all your softwares and then on the other side they have a behind the scenes channel and a, like they post twice a week where if these short films last a month then they'll put out two videos a week about what, like the progress? Yeah, about their progress, what they're doing, other stuff, like silly stuff, fun stuff, uh, learning, like stuff you can learn from. Learning stuff. Learning stuff, like if you're into learning and stuff. They do reaction videos of like good VFX and bad VFX and so. You're not going to plug their channel? What is it? It's Corridor Crew. Yeah, I know them. Yeah. They're it's, good. It's, a, it's like a group of guys and they all are they're all pretty much doing the same thing vfx work and then they just they just have fun and they they get to make stuff every day and it's like sometimes it's client-based but most of the times they're making stuff for themselves and just the best and ultimately that is where i would like to be where i wake up every day and the ideas that are in my head i have complete freedom to make them oh I feel like we finally got to the answer. Yeah. Well, you had to wait until the end. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I feel the same way. That's all, what I've always wanted. And I don't think that's bad even to tell to somebody you're working for. Like, especially in a creative field, I think everyone realizes that in an ideal world, everyone's just creating for mm-hmm. themselves, creating the things they love. Even the people that run businesses, I feel like that's what they really want to do. And they would do if they could. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll happen. Yeah. I love what I do. And sometimes I get scheduled for something and I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to do that. But I know because like where I'm at and like because of, you know, you got to make money. And I, it was my decision to work for the company that I'm working for. And so I'm like, that's just, that's life. Yeah. And if I have to edit this, then I will give it a hundred percent and edit it. And then maybe down the road, I'll get something. There, there are a lot worse situations. Like we uh, are lucky enough to work for a place that has cool clients. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've edited videos that I at other jobs where I just almost, I, I felt dead inside. So 
uh, I feel like it's a step up yeah. here. And I'm super blessed because being 24 at an agency like this and having a, a pretty decent role, um, I mean, not a lot of people get to get right out of college and go work for an agency full-time. No, I and, think you're in a and, great place. And there's, so it's not a lot of opportunities either. Like you also came, you came in at the right time mm-hmm. because there's not, there are not a lot of chances to like jump in on that. Like if you would have not seen it or not been just in the right place at the right time, you might not have got it. And so, well, that's a good positive that's life. to end on. Yeah. That's life. That's life. <laughs> Sometimes you get dealt five aces and other times you get dealt five kings. Yep. <laughs> it's all good yeah. every day or it's great every day yeah right mm-hmm. sure. i think so sure especially marriage yeah okay thanks for coming on thank you for having me again yeah come back uh before what how long is it what is it eight months or ten? yeah it's been a while yeah. uh uh also jay you've been doing a lot of awesome work to your studio oh thank you and so if you get the opportunity people who are listening if you get the opportunity to come just tell him how how check it out how great of a job he did on this place because if you saw the before and after like it is mind-blowing i need to post it before and i will i will at some point like there are the few other things that i have to do to it but it's mostly done i am i am gonna have like a i don't know what you call it like a a shindig yeah some sort of like party-ish thing yeah just to show people an open house open that's that yeah miscellaneous important open house yeah i'll do that and then maybe that'll be the time that i um, do the first uh like live recording or something like that you just have like six people around this like i could well i could do four mics five mics yeah that'd be fun that would be i'll be there for that you can you can come and be on on mic and on camera you've been one of the early supporters so uh i appreciate that well, and thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep supporting you because I sit next to you at work. So you have to. Yeah, have otherwise, it'd get awkward. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks again. And uh, I will see you next time. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. <laughs> what a good guy, right? I love talking to Troy. And he really has been super supportive ever since I started this podcast, which has been uh, incredible. And go listen to Troy's podcast. It's called The Concrete Walls Podcast. It is... I'm a fan. I think I've listened to, well, almost all episodes. They're at 29 now. I think I'm all the way up to 27 or 28, but it's, uh, it's a great podcast. Go listen and let them know what you think. And like I said at the end of that episode, I am actually going to have some sort of show... Well, show and tell. Open house. Open house for this new studio space that I've made in my one-bedroom apartment. And I have not shown any progress, and I I have not talked about it. And I think, um, yeah, I don't do a very good job of, like, putting those things out there. But this is something I'm proud of, and I do want people to see it. So, you know what? If you do listen to this, but we don't talk, maybe you don't know me, and you want to come see the space, let me know. Reach out, and I will tell you when that's happening. I don't know when that is yet, but I'll let you know when I know. Um, which will hopefully be soon, but anyway, for now, if you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week.